and within a couple centuries of their composition, at Athens, the state itself hired rhapsodes to recite the poems from beginning to end in public on a regular basis. And Homer had, for the Greeks, a kind of centrality in the educational system, such as it was, which is rivaled, I suppose, only by the sacred writings of the Torah in traditional Jewish and Hebrew education. It really was, in some sense, the equivalent of a Bible. The Homeric works provided for the Greeks what's been termed a kind of encyclopedia, as well as a Bible suggesting how to behave in all sorts of conditions and contexts and situations, how to sail a boat even, how to conduct a feast, how to conduct a sacrifice, how to deal with kings, all kinds of information, a kind of combined how-to book and Emily Post of Greek life and also ethical compass for Greek life. Indeed, the prominence of the Homeric works was so great that when Plato, later on, in the early 300s BCE, set out to formulate an alternative educational system based very largely on philosophy. His main target was the prominence of Homer, a lying poet, as he put it. How much better to know truth than fiction and fables, however inspiring and however interesting. His efforts don't appear, by the way, to have been terribly effective. Homer remained central to Greek education long, long afterwards. Alexander the Great, we're told, campaigned with a copy of the Iliad literally under his pillow. Considering the size of ancient manuscripts, it must have been a big pillow. But nevertheless, that's what we're told. And throughout the Greek-speaking world, to this very day, Homer remains number one. He was also, by reputation, number one in Western Europe as well, though for a good long while, especially after the fall of the Western Roman Empire around the year 500, only by reputation, because effectively no one in the region could speak Greek or read Greek. Dante, for instance, ranks Homer first among poets, but never read. Homer. And it's purely by reputation, and that only changed in the West in the late 1400s, going on into the 1500s, when the Medici family hired tutors from Arsilio Ficino and began to reintegrate authentically Greek works into the Western Latin curriculum. Nevertheless, Homer has remained, at least by reputation, number one or near it, Europe wide, essentially since the time that his works were first composed. If Homer was the most dominant and most esteemed poet of the Greeks, though, and that he most assuredly was, we need to step back for a little bit to take a look at the cultural surroundings in which Homer worked and basically at the Greeks themselves, in a sense, so far as civilization goes, advanced, more or less urbanized, 
literate culture. Civilization, I know, is, of course, these days a vexed word, but nonetheless, the Greeks were relative latecomers to the table. Civilization, as we think of it, started really and truly in the Near East, supposedly in Sumer, in the 3000s BCE, and there's a long succession of Middle Eastern cultures after the Sumerians, the Elamites, the Babylonians, the Assyrians, and so on, and so on, and so on, Akkad, and Uruk, and Ur, and that's really ground zero so far as the Western tradition is concerned. The Greeks are much later than that as a culture. Almost as old, not quite, but almost as old and interacting sporadically, increasingly, of course, as time went on.